It's the most wonderful time of the year indeed. The holidays are here. Happy holidays, listeners. Two tales this week. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. I'm broadcasting from the campus of Splendid University in beautiful downtown Splendid, West Virginia. As rain falls outside my lab, slowly but surely turning into the first snow of our near winter. The holidays are here, and don't think I haven't noticed the St. Nick Squad peeking in on the goings-on of this town. You've heard of the St. Nick Squad, haven't you? Santa's band of top-secret agent elves. Go back to last year's episodes, episodes 12 and 14, for the St. Nick Squad Part 1 and Part 2. This year, I have a new St. Nick Squad tale in store for you. That's coming next week. This week, a poem. A bit about our favorite duo from the North Pole. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. A St. Nick Squad poem. There exists a top-secret St. Nick Squad, indeed. Secret agent elves who offer help in times of need. Jingle and Snowflake are their names, you see. And they've been working with Santa for a half century. If Santa loses his glasses somewhere over Sandy Hook, or forgets his naughty and nice list book, Jingle and Snowflake will be on the case, and whatever the problem, they'll erase. Say Santa gets stuck in a chimney in Rome. They'll have him pried out before you can say home alone. Be it a present accidentally delivered to the wrong kid, or Santa's sleigh breaks down somewhere near Madrid. The St. Nick Squad is there right away. You can count on them to save the day. Once Santa went missing in Chesapeake, and for a while the prospects were awfully bleak. But Jingle and Snowflake went in that town stealthily, and Santa emerged from it all quite healthily. They have tracked an elf-napper who took away friends, but thankfully, all was well in the end, for the St. Nick squad does not rest. All elves must be safe for Santa to be at his best. Sometimes the tasks are much more minor. Be the duty easy or hard, you'll find none finer. Perhaps Santa has simply had his fill of milk and cookie treats. Jingle and Snowflake can help with the eats. Occasionally they're spotted on special missions, weeks before the holiday. You may have even spotted one yourself. But they're often too quick, with a fast getaway, and you're convinced it was just a toy elf on the shelf. When it comes to the magic of Christmas yearly, Santa often gets top billing, but without his Saint Nick squad dearly, 
much would not be quite as fulfilling. For many a muddied Christmas mess would persist. It's the St. Nick Squad's job to see you never know those messes exist. So when you hear reindeer hooves up on your rooftop, and a ho, 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 bellows into the late night air, know, too, that the St. Nick Squad will never stop, for Jingle and Snowflake are, too, always there. May your Christmas be merry, and your holidays blessed, May you think beyond fun new playthings in the toy chest. Think of thankful things. May those joys be a heap. And may these wondrous thoughts and this poem relax you to sleep. And if not, I have one more tale for you listeners, this of a young boy named Gabe, who lives on my street just a few doors down. This is his story, and it's one that I felt was right at the heart of the giving spirit of the holidays. It's titled, Gabe the Gift Giver. Gabe worked hard for his money. He regularly earned a quarter or two at home helping with the dishes, the laundry, painting, and more. Once he earned a whole dollar by picking up mounds of doggy poop in the front and backyard, but that was a gross job. Still, a whole dollar. Gabe was saving up for something big, though he didn't quite know what it was yet. He had entertained dreams of giant teddy bears, loads of candy, endless video games, a summer trip to the amusement park, and much, much more. Gabe was obsessed with money and all it might afford him. To his surprise, and the surprise of his parents, Gabe had soon collected a whopping $41.75. He was rich. Well, he felt rich. He felt accomplished, too because his hard work had finally paid off $41.75. What would Gabe do with all that money? Gabe knew that his mother liked painting her nails, so he set aside a couple dollars to buy her some brand new nail polish for Christmas. $39.75 remained. Gabe wanted to get his father something, too, so he spent a couple bucks on that bubble gum that his dad was always chomping on. $37.75 remained. Gabe didn't want his friend Pam to feel left out, so he purchased some Toy Story and My Little Pony and Avengers stickers for her, her favorites. $34.75 remained. The dog would be very upset if everyone else was rewarded but him, so Gabe spent a dollar of his own money on a special treat for the puppy. $33.50 remained. He lost a quarter somewhere along the way. A lot of money remained, and Gabe knew just what he wanted. At the big box superstore, Gabe eyed a giant Buck vs. the Great Chili Monster action figure playset. The Buck doll was almost as tall as Gabe. 
It cost $30. Did Gabe have enough? Indeed, Gabe could buy this most amazing adventure set and still have $3.50 left. That was almost all his money, though. He hesitated to spend it all in one place. While standing in the aisle, staring at the buck, kid superhero, an arch-nemesis the great chili monster, Gabe met a girl named Wendy. He always liked the name Wendy because it reminded him of the story of Peter Pan. Wendy was a nice girl, with the love of all the same superhero toys and stories as Gabe. And though they shared the same interests, they didn't seem to share any of the same toys. Gabe kept asking Wendy if she had this or, or that, and she always answered with a no. Gosh, don't you have any toys at all? Gabe asked. No, not many. Wendy answered this way, but she didn't seem sad about it. She seemed almost strong, as she stared at the toys on the shelf out of curiosity, not want. Gabe couldn't imagine a world without his toys, and, and he had a bunch, probably too much. He felt bad for Wendy, who had few. What do you do all the time? How do you play? Wendy replied, my teachers say that I have an active imagination. I make stories up all the time. Gabe felt like he had a pretty good imagination too, but that didn't make up for the toys. He looked at his money, and then he looked at the super cool toy he had been eyeing, and then he looked at his new friend, Wendy. I gotta go, Gabe. Bye. In an instant, she was gone. Gabe looked at his money, and then at those buck and great chili monster action figures, and then the empty space where Wendy stood just moments ago. Five minutes later, Gabe met his parents at the front door. He was grinning ear to ear and carrying a brand new chili monster action figure. It was huge. Dad peeked in Gabe's bag, spotted the ripped up toy packaging and asked, where's the other half? Where's the Buck doll? Gabe replied, I didn't need Buck. I just needed the bad guy. I figured I could pretend to be Buck and fight off the great chili monster all on my own. I mean, it's almost as big as me anyway. His parents both shrugged and led Gabe home, where he played and played with that massive great chili monster doll until he fell asleep, smiling. And he dreamed of Buck, the kid superhero, and a friend, a girl named Wendy, that he met earlier that day. Hopefully she was somewhere smiling, too. The end. Be good to each other, listeners. Think beyond your own wants. Think of those around you. And despite all temptations, think of giving. At least as much, if not more, than receiving. In this joyous time of year. That's all for this week, but we'll be back next week with a jam-packed episode. A whole lot of St. Nick Squad adventures are on the way. Next week's episode is devoted completely to Jingle and Snowflake. So come back and join us 
for episode 62. And in a couple of weeks, on our New Year's special, at last, you will be introduced to the Pretty's Emporium in downtown Splendid. More on that soon. In the meantime, have a wild and wonderful week, listeners. Happy Holidays! Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a snake. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.